His name is Mr. Babadook, and this is his book. A rumbling sound, then three sharp knocks. ba 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 duk 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 That's when you'll know he's around. You'll see him if you look. We might read another tonight, eh? But you said I could choose. This is what he wears on top. He's funny, don't you think? See him in your room at night. Mum, is that the boy? Hello. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> How are you? I'm doing pretty good. How are you? Oh, you know, I'm doing. <laughs> I'm having two days off from work, really. Um, I don't know. Helped. <laughs> It'll, man, that'll fuck you up. You get two days of what life could be and you're like, I don't need this goddamn job. But also, man, I love having money. <laughs> <laughs> I love buying things. On the one hand, I have bills to pay and responsibilities. But on the other hand, man, fuck this shit. <laughs> I did. I made myself sad the other night. No. Um, not like on purpose. Okay. But I All saw right. a post on like Facebook or somewhere. And it was about Target's Halloween decorations. <gasps> and I had just downloaded the Target app. Because apparently they have like a rewards sort of program. Oh, that really? they just started up. Okay. And you can get, like, a certain amount of, like, cash back or, like, whatever points. We're not sponsored, but this really sounds like we're sponsored. At um, Target, uh, please sponsor us. Yeah, that'd be great. I go there all the time because I, it's closer okay. than Meyer. <laughs> I also go there all the time. You have nicer camping things than Meyer. <laughs> um, but the, like, whatever employee was like, oh, you should sign up for this. And I was like, is it free? And she was like, yeah, it's not a credit card. And I was like, cool, whatever. Then count me in. She was so sweet. She was like an older lady. And she was like, I just like saving people money. And I was like, that's really sweet. Thank you. And she's like, I bet your mom would like it too. And I was like, she probably would. She probably would. You got me there. But Did um, you ask Mary to download it? I did not. (laughs) Um, (laughs) But so I saw like a Facebook post about it. And then I was looking at it on the app and they had all this cool stuff and I was like man we're not even gonna get a Halloween because these stupid motherfuckers won't wear a mask and I just made myself sad and you know what I was like you know what we're not doing this tonight and I was like I'm still gonna put effort into a costume I'm gonna put up stupid decorations because we have our own house I was like fuck it yes I love it. I love it. So I tried very hard to pull myself out of that. It was like three in the morning. I was like, I should be asleep anyway. (laughs) I should be asleep, but also I'm going to remain hopeful about Halloween. If you can't hope for Halloween. Well, no, I mean, you're right, though. Like, if you can't be hopeful for Halloween, what can you be hopeful for, you know? Well, and I saw it's on a Saturday this year. (gasps) What? Yeah. Listen, all right. I know I always say not to get political, but here's the thing. <laughs> I'm just going to fucking say it. 
you motherfuckers don't start wearing masks. And if I have to miss a good weekend of drinking on <laughs> Halloween because you motherfuckers don't think science is real and don't want to wear a mask, I will personally put my foot up each and every single one of your asses. <laughs> Thank you for listening. Thanks for listening. I'm Brittany. I'm Raina. This is Cheese Muscles and Chainsaws. And we believe in science here. We do. My laughter, don't, don't. Don't interpret that as not taking it seriously. <laughs> Please, the coronavirus mask. is very serious. <laughs> I wear my mask just like hopefully all of you do. Yes, same. Anywho, anywho, Layla. <laughs> um, what are we talking about today, Brittany? We're talking about the Babadook. So this was your pick. <laughs> it sure was. I... Do not like this movie. You hate this movie. Yeah, I do. Um, but I was on the list and it needed to be watched. And we missed it for Pride Month. So. <laughs> <laughs> so this movie came out in 2014. Which seems like such a simpler time. Truly. We were fresh out of high school. I was bright-eyed, bushy-tailed, so optimistic about the world. You saw and now a crosswalk. Bro, not only a crosswalk, but a crosswalk button, button. <laughs> and parking meters. Crazy. All right? I was what so a, excited What a crazy world. world we live in. And now here I am having to explain to people that, no, that's not how germs work. <laughs> uh, do you want to guess the budget? I do want to guess the budget. This was directed by Jennifer Kent before I guessed the budget, because if I didn't say it, I was going to forget it. Um, I wrote it down. I would have brought it up. I would have forgotten it. because <laughs> You would have been like a woman? Say. Yes, I would have been surprised all over again. Um, okay, what was the budget for this movie? I feel like a decent amount of it went to, like, this was a pretty well shot movie. Um, I'm going to go ahead and guess $5 million. No, you are too, too high. Okay. Is this it had a budget? Do you three want million. Three million dollars. You are closer. I give up. <laughs> it was two million. Damn. Okay. That's still a lot of money, though. More money than I'll ever have. <laughs> you and me both, sister. <laughs> uh, what do you think it made? I don't think this movie did super well. Um, like, I feel like everyone has seen this movie, but nobody went to see this movie. You know what I mean? Yes. Um, I know that the first time I watched it was on Netflix. <laughs> Every time I have watched it has been on Netflix. Oh, Mark, but we have a fancy copy of it. Jesus Christ. I'll send well, you a picture of it later. Well, isn't that your guys' Wi-Fi name? <laughs> yeah, our Wi-Fi name is A Rumbling Sound and Three Sharp Knocks. Are and you... it has been for like three years. Are you going to tell the nice people what the password is? No. But it's funny. <laughs> it's it's the, the, the saying. It's, it's the, the thing. Baba Duke, Duke, Duke. Which I think is hysterical. Considering I don't like this movie. Yeah. <laughs> Hilarious. It's funny every time. Um, <laughs> anywho, I think that this movie didn't make a ton of money. I think if its budget was $2 million, I think it probably made $10 million. Good job, Brittany. Was it $10 million? I mean, and a decimal point, but that's really close. Yes! It made $10.3 Man, that was really close. I was only off by $300,000. Yeah. 
Yeah, so we're not counting the decimals then Ooh. in terms of... Because, I mean, that's ridiculous to expect you to guess that much. That's closeness. Yeah. I'm So good job. Boom. Nailed it. So this is weird. <laughs> nailed it. Fucking the episode. And that's it. To talk about it. Nope. That's all I've got to say. Um, so this premiered at the 2014 Sundance Film Festival. Oh, Sundance. Uh, the director, Jennifer Kent, is based a woman. off of... She is a woman. <laughs> <laughs> Name a woman. Uh. <laughs> a woman, any woman. Uh. Uh, she based it off of a short film that she did in 2005, which was called Monster. Oh. Uh, which she refers to as like Baby Babadook. <laughs> baby Duke. Which I Baby Duke. That would have been funnier. Uh, someone hire me. <laughs> uh, they used stop motion effects for the monster. For Baby Duke. For Babadook. No, for Baby Duke. I'm not calling him that. <laughs> Uh, because Kent, she wanted a lo-fi and handmade approach well, yeah. and feel, which was what I was talking about earlier, where I was like, the effects aren't good, nope. but I have to respect it because it's what she wanted. Yes. <laughs> it's not like she wanted some big, grandiose, like, CGI thing, right. and she got what she got. Right. Like, this is what she set out to do, and she did it. Yeah, so I have to respect her for at least like sticking to her vision we love to see it hats off to you jennifer kent <laughs> i know you're listening uh, but yes <laughs> i yes clearly um <laughs> it said what was one of my notes it says she sought to tell a story about facing darkness within ourselves the fear of going mad and a real perspective of parenting bro I'm just here to tell you, you know that I'm not a parent. I don't have children. I have, you I have cats. I have cats. And really, that's <laughs> that's going to be good enough for a good long while. Um, <laughs> probably forever, but who's to say? Um, Me, I'm to say. I will I, not have kids. <laughs> oh, I thought you were like, I'm to say you're not having kids, Brittany. I'm like, no, no. Like, That's not what all, I meant. Sorry. <laughs> like, we've been over this. We support a woman's right to choose on this podcast. Yes, we do. <laughs> Always and in this case, it's my choice. It's my, it is your choice, and I'm here to support you. What so I'm getting a at... a joke that it was my choice to oh, pose oh, on you. Oh, I'm oh, choosing I'm for you. Oh, incorrect. But please, go on. <laughs> what I'm trying to get at here is, if this is what parenting is like, I ain't about it. See, that's the thing. With becoming a parent, you could have a crazy kid like this. Bro, this kid sucks. I, and I know this is problematic, but I'm just going to say it. If I ever have children, and if they ever act like this, I'm going to jump off a fucking bridge. <laughs> I can't do it, man. I can't. This yeah. kid stabbed his mom in the leg, Raina. Okay, but like, she deserved it. <laughs> I'm not saying she didn't, but I am saying she got stabbed in the leg <laughs> by her child. What if it had been the Duke? She asked him why he can't just be normal after ruining her fucking life, and he screamed. 
and I want to leave a blank part here, like an uh, what is that called? Oh, this is science? where you want it. This is where I want it. It's my favorite part of the movie. Why can't you just be normal? <laughs> because same. Yeah. But also, literally. if my kid ever acted like that, I I, I would jump off a bridge. Yeah, I couldn't handle it. <laughs> Which is why I will not be having children. <laughs> you're like, I'm not gonna risk it. No, because what if your kid sucks? Or what if, like, it's a serial killer? Like, well, what? Yeah, what if you give birth to the next, like, Ted Bundy or Jeffrey Dahmer? Yeah, how do you how do you live with that? Knowing that you could have just used a condom. <laughs> you, or, you know, unpopular opinion, abortion, abortion oh, okay. is also always an option. Yeah, it is. You can have an abortion for any reason. And that's the bad on that. And I'm not going to change my mind about it. Um, yeah, you could also have a kid that touches your face the way this little kid touches her face. I will say, this kid is innovative as hell. That's my second note. He's really kid, smart. This kid is pretty innovative. I couldn't do that type of building. I'm grown and I couldn't do that. Which He's is so funny because old. literally the next note after that, I wrote, God, I hate this kid more than any other kid. <laughs> My quote is, bro, I hate this kid. Also, I think Amelia and Robbie should get together. <laughs> and I stand by that. They should. Mm-hmm. Robbie was so sweet. He was very nice. Just trying to be a good friend. Maybe I... hoping for more, but like... But willing to stay to be friends. There. Yeah. And I respect that. I respect that he respects her, you know? Um, The director of The Exorcist, William Friedkin... It said, I've never seen a more terrifying film. I'm sorry? Has he watched his own movie? <laughs> I was which more which, which movie scared you more? The Exorcist or The Babadook? The Exorcist. I, I don't know will that always either be more... scared me. I guess The Exorcist more than this. Upon first viewing, absolutely The Exorcist, because you know how I feel about the occult. <laughs> I, yeah, I do know that. <laughs> I was like, damn, he's possessed. Um, this has a 98% on Rotten Tomatoes. It what? Which is crazy to me. Unforgivable. That's, it's crazy. <laughs> How is it unforgivable? Unforgivable. What, to me? <laughs> no, who rates these things? <laughs> you like this movie, what do you mean? I, I like this movie, but not... Enough to rate it that high on Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> valid, valid. You're going to be really surprised when I rate this movie at the end of this podcast. Oh, wow. Let's get to the end. <laughs> um, and that's it. That's all we have. This is a 15-minute podcast. You're welcome. I'm sure people would love that, honestly. Actually. They'd be like, oh, fucking finally. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and my last previewing note is about the obvious. The Babadook is gay. <laughs> what? Um, very popular meme. It's hilarious. Apparently, Jennifer Kent commented on it, saying he doesn't want to die, so he's finding ways to become relevant. Which is kind of spooky when you hear it like that. <laughs> that is kind of spooky, but that also makes it sound... And maybe I'm just reading too much into this... That makes it sound to me like she thinks that the Babadook being gay is just a phase. It's not a phase, Mom. It's who he is. 
It's okay to be gay. We support equal rights on this podcast. Hey, save it for the next movie. <laughs> this is gay too. Not as gay as what we're going to talk about next. That's true. But have the memes been made about the next movie? No, but it's a cult classic. That's okay. Well, that's because that one's older than this one. We can get into that later, though. <laughs> Let's... Okay. So those are, all, those are all my previewing notes for the Babadook. Okay. I need you to know my first note is just the mom looks like an older Kirsten Dunst. Sort of. Yeah, a little. And it's not all the time. It must have just been like in that opening scene where we see her. I see it, though. Yeah. As someone who is clearly face face blind. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I don't know if that helps or hinders my argument. (laughs) I'm like, yeah, I 100% agree. Um, the only note that I have in caps, because you know how much I love writing in all caps. You do love writing in all caps. (laughs) The only note that's in all caps for this movie is, do you want to (laughs) die? My only note in all caps, because I don't, I like visually reading over notes and seeing all caps, but I don't like writing in all caps. I just can't write as fast. Um, my only note in all caps is, why can't you just be normal? (laughs) Um, I do want to say that I'm glad it's called the Baba Duke and not Mr. Baba Duke. Hmm. I um completely forgot that the book says Mr. Baba Duke. Like that's Baba the name of it. I forgot about that. Mm, I don't know how I feel on that. I don't know if I feel better about it or worse about it. I think I would feel worse. Because it's like, did you ever watch The Bye Bye Man? No. I have been meaning to watch it, and I have not yet watched it. Uh, Maybe that'll be my next pick. Oh god, I don't want to watch it again. (laughs) It's really, really bad. Okay. Is it as bad as Sinister? Worse. Ooh! Then we gotta watch it. (laughs) (laughs) No! (laughs) Sinister at least had James (laughs) Ransom. At least had Eddie Kasprak. We love Eddie Kasprak. I do love Eddie Kasprak. Um, I will say, I really appreciate the music in this. The score is really good, I think. This music is horrifying. Yeah, it's great. It's (laughs) so scary. They did such a good job. It's dramatic as hell. I love it. I'm more freaked out by the music than I am about the actual story. Oh, yeah, for sure. Music, I think, is what scares me more than anything in a movie really hmm. interesting okay <laughs> maybe well because i told you one time i was walking home from work it was late at night but i'm stubborn so i still put my headphones in yes um and that's because the... you're a taurus <laughs> sure okay okay <laughs> um but the just playing like my liked songs on Spotify and the theme to Nightmare on Elm Street came on and really into it because I, I like the, the music in that movie as well. It's a little bit nostalgic for me. Yes. But like it's dark, late at night, it's nobody around. But you're awake. Yeah. But like <laughs> it still set the mood and I was like 
should I walk faster? <laughs> should I carry home? Do I need to haul ass to get out of here? Or <laughs> Yeah, so good music will do that to me. It'll spook right. me. It'll put me in the, head, the mindset of being in a movie. Being in the scary movie. It'll spook me. Yeah, that's all I'm asking for. <laughs> you just want to be spooked? Yeah. That's uh, the title my... of this episode. The Babadook. Be... Nope, the Babadook. Girls just want to be spooked. That's really funny. Um, My favorite line, by far, like, besides the why can't you just be normal, is at the birthday party when the kid is arguing with his cousin. And she's like, the Babadook isn't real. And he says, the Babadook would eat your mom for breakfast. I just... What the fuck is wrong with this kid? Like, Okay, but that's hilarious. And Babadook would eat your mom for breakfast. That's so funny. Like, could you imagine arguing with someone, like, as a kid, and someone says that to you? I... Yeah. Yeah. I can kind of imagine that now. You know? Yeah. It's hilarious. Like you need to put your mask on. The coronavirus will eat your mom for breakfast. And I'm like, yeah, but it, it won't will. because she wears that's, her mask. My mom wears her mask, actually, so <laughs> that's where you got me fucked up, friend. Right. Yeah, so that's that's my favorite line <laughs> out of the whole movie. Aside um, from why can't you just be normal minus oh, yeah. Do you want to die? <laughs> pretty good it's just so, i will like, say that like it I comes hope, out of nowhere i like, hope that i can see this kid in something else that will like make me not hate him <laughs> what is this kid's name i have Did, no idea let's look it up i can't even remember so, i don't know the character's name i didn't write any me names for this. i wrote down names but i don't know uh his name is samuel vanick uh he was oh. played that's the that's the character's name. That's the character's name, right? Yes. The actor's name is Noah Wiseman. He also made a uh, <laughs> made the list from the five most obnoxious children in horror. <laughs> um, They're correct. Will you tell me who the other ones are, or are you just yes. on like whatever? <laughs> just oh, like looking at me. Yeah. Well, I mean, I was just looking it up, but I'll read it because now I want to know. Uh, <laughs> Mara Chaffee from Village of the Damned. I've never I don't seen that. Village of the Damned. I don't Lex, remember. Lex Murphy from Jurassic Park, which I would not call horror. No, but a lot of people would. Well, they're wrong. Also, I would disagree. <laughs> that kid's not nearly as annoying. Charlie Sandin from The Purge, which I haven't seen The Purge. Oh, I hate that kid. <laughs> Esther Coleman from Orphan. Okay, but she was the murderer. I've never... Well, thanks for that spoil. I've never seen that. Yeah, um, she's also not a kid. Sorry, spoilers, but... And then this kid from the Babadook. Um, yeah, this is the... By far, the most annoying. Out of the ones that I remember, he tops the list. Tops the list. Okay. I want to talk about... It's been a long time since we've done any, like, real unpacking of a movie. Yes. I think that there's a little something to unpack here. There's a lot to unpack with this. I would like to discuss gender roles and women's work in in this film. Okay. And how, like, how that 
this film is a reflection of like society tm so <laughs> so we see amelia right she is this single mother whose husband was tragically taken from her um which it just makes me sad every fucking time because like they were probably so 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 in love and like so excited to welcome this shit ass little kid into their lives and instead she gets a dead husband and a fucking asshole for a kid but I digress <laughs> she is doing her best she's taking care of Sam she's yeah. trying to take care of herself and not doing great at it she works in a nursing home taking care of other people. She takes care of her elderly neighbor. And she just, like, wants to have a nice life. And her kid, one, is ruining that for her, two. <laughs> so is the Babadook. But, like, we're seeing this woman, like, taking care of all of the people around her, but not taking care of herself. Like, and I think that's a reflection of, like, society writ large. Like, women that's what's considered women's work is like we are supposed to in quotation marks take care of other people you know what i mean like like that's yeah. your job as a woman like you have to take care of the kids you have to take care of the elderly you have to take care of the community right but we're never told to take care of ourselves but we wouldn't ask a man to do that same thing you know what no, i mean not at all. this movie wouldn't have worked if it was well i mean obviously it wouldn't have worked if it was her that died in the car crash but <laughs> like do you know what I mean though like it wouldn't have worked with a male like lead character instead of Amelia right and that's the bad on that <laughs> I think it also leans into um like what the Babadook represents because mm-hmm. he's not your typical like bogeyman he's not the typical monster because the end is literally stupid She's got him <laughs> chained up in the basement, like under quote unquote under control, right? Tamed. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think and it she's leans feeding it, him a bowl of worms. Yeah, interesting. <laughs> the Baba Duke's favorite meal. Mine too. Who? I mean, who can resist <laughs> a delicacy? Truly, such <laughs> such delectable food. Um, but I think it leans into like the whole. Some, some, what the Babadook represents. It's symbolism. Like her, her grief. Is that what you wanted? Symbolism? Symbolism. I, yes, but like I couldn't, the way that I worded the sentence just wasn't right for me saying symbolism. Um, what the Babadook represents, it's like her grief, her depression. She doesn't deal with it. She tries to pretend like it's not affecting her. Yes. And it takes a toll on herself. She cracks under the pressure. Mm-hmm. And ends up lashing out against, or uh, lashing out at the people that she loves and cares about and cares for. Right. And it's like, you can't take care of everyone. Period. But also, like, you can't take, ever- take care of everyone and not take care of yourself. That's you not can't- healthy. You can't pour from an empty cup. Right. That's one of my favorite sayings, actually. And I think more women... <laughs> quick tangent, more women need to think about that. Like, you For need sure. to take care of yourself in addition to taking care of other people. You are also worthy of your love and attention. 
for sure. And I like, um, I used to really like the saying that RuPaul had. Um, if you, if you can't, can't love yourself, love yourself how the <laughs> hell are you going to love anybody else? But I, I did see on Lizzo's, like her um, unplugged, like NPR tiny desk concert thing. Ooh. First of all, you should watch it if you haven't seen it. Because, I mean, it's Lizzo. I mean, come on. Yeah, hearing her sing, like, without anything else is truly something. Like, she's got such a crazy good voice. Ridiculous. Um, But she says in that concert at some point, she says, if you can love me, then you can love yourself. That's true. That's true. Damn. Which I I appreciate slightly more than RuPaul's. Because I think that it kind of shuts down. And because, it validates people's feelings. Yes, because it's not, it's not, what RuPaul is saying is if you can't love yourself, then how, like, how are you going to love anybody else? Which I get. I understand. But that discourages yes. other, like, if you can't love yourself, that doesn't mean that you can't love other people. Yeah. Like, what that's it means. sending the wrong message. Yeah. Yes. I think that it's, it's a good saying for, like, maybe 10 years ago. Yes. It was probably really revolutionary for 2010, you know? Yeah, for sure. <laughs> 2010 me would eaten that shit up. <laughs> but yeah, so I, I always think about that if quote from Lizzo. Me, I love that. If you can love me, you can love yourself. Yeah. Ugh. God, she's so good. She really is. Um, I will Please, say... Please, Lizzo, get on the show. <laughs> Talk to us about your favorite scary movie. Because again, we know you're an avid listener. Um, we could quit if Lizzo was... Bro, holy fuck. That would be the last episode. Sorry, folks. <laughs> um, I will say the, Nowhere the... else to go from there but down. No, truly. Um, I don't know what I was talking about here. I wrote, the mom is a very good actress, very good physicality. And I don't, I don't know, know what, what part means. I was talking about. I don't know what that means. Very good physicality. Do you mean, like... her like... physical presence. Like, yes. the way she moves. The way she carries herself throughout the yeah. scene? Is that what you're getting at? Okay. Yes. But the yeah. problem is, I don't remember what scene. All of it. The whole thing. <laughs> um, I also need you to know that my very last note... <laughs> it was definitely when she's, like, just yelling at the Babadook. Ah, yes. Um, I wrote, I'm bored. And just watched a short compilation of Doofenshmirtz saying... Barry the Platypus. What the actual fuck? So I was really out of it by the end of this movie. Were you were you drinking when you were watching this? No. Okay. That was sober, ma'am. All right. I think it was like on social media. I didn't look that up. <laughs> like, it just came up on my timeline somewhere, and I was like, "Yeah, I'll sit here and watch this." <sighs> I don't know. I I like the idea of this movie. Yeah, I think as I would I read a book the, about this. Yes, the very first time I watched this, I think I watched this with you. You probably did. I probably did. I think we watched this together, and I was like, "Whoa!" But at the very end, every single time I watch it, I'm so fucking disappointed. Yeah, because this, it's not. It's not a monster. This movie had so much potential. 
it's like it's like that friend from school that like everyone really thought was gonna go places and now they like still live at home with their yeah. mom and dad mm-hmm. and you're like damn you really could have gone somewhere baby it's unfortunate and I get I do I get it I understand like grief is very real depression is a very very real thing Oh, Mental health sure. is nothing to fuck around with. That is but also, not at all what I'm saying. <laughs> I did not tune into this movie to sit and think about my feelings. All right? I, right. I tuned into this here... movie. I came here to be spooked. Yeah. Girls just want to be spooked. That might be the title. <laughs> Please make that the title. Um, yeah, I agree. I think that I can respect it because I, I can respect it more after doing a little bit of research and reading into what the director and what the writer wanted. Like, Jennifer Kent, she truly had a vision, and she truly. made what she wanted to make. And a lot of people really like it, but it's just not a horror movie for me. It's not. I think it's it's enough of a horror movie, definitely, to, I mean, clearly, to put it on this podcast. But, like... Yeah. I'm, I'm not saying that it's not horror. I'm saying it's not the horror movie for me. Same. I think that my, this is enough horror for some people. And my last note. My last note for this movie is this is such a lazy metaphor for grief. <laughs> and I really do. I know that sounds really harsh, but really and truly, like, this was such a shitty metaphor for her grieving. I don't understand why it took seven years for her to get to this point. Like, baby, you should have been processed this, you know? Like, and I get, like, grief is tricky. Mental health is tricky. I'm not here to tell you it's easy. But, like, it took you seven years to finally be like, you know what? No, here I am having my life under control. Sort of. (laughs) Feeding it worms in the basement. Feeding my grief worms in the basement that my son helped me dig up from the garden. Delicious. Horrible. <laughs> um, that's about all I've got to say about this movie, though. That's also all I have to say on this movie. I just... Right. <laughs> Are you ready to rate it? I'm ready. Okay. I would like to give this movie, out of five chainsaws, I would like to give this movie two and a half chainsaws. Wow. Lower than I would have expected from you. Uh, no. It's a good movie. I like it. I think that it has a, a nice message to it. I think it's important to absolutely grapple with your feelings and come to terms with shit that you don't want to process. Also, preferably don't stab your mom in the leg. Sometimes you gotta. Sometimes, my actual quote for this is sometimes you gotta stab your mom in the leg. Um... But again, I just feel like it's a really lazy metaphor for grief. The acting was great. The music was great. I just hate the ending. And that really knocks it down quite a bit for me. (laughs) Okay, my turn? Yes, please. All right, I'm going to give the Babadook two chainsaws. That's about what I would expect, yeah. Um, (laughs) Just because, you know, it is... Like, it, it was an interesting shift... I feel like once once people really started watching this movie. And so I have to give it props for that. For being something that like people know. Um, and then also 
give it props for, again, like Jennifer Kent, she went into this, she clearly had a vision, and she did it, and I have to respect that. That's not a good vision, but it's a vision. And you it's did not it. a vision that I would have had, but she really but did she it. Didn't. That, I mean, she really did I haven't did. made a movie. She did. Oh, you haven't? <laughs> no. What? <laughs> so yeah, two chainsaws. Well, that's, that was I the mean, Babadook. Do you have any post-viewing notes? Um, no. <laughs> because my last <laughs> note was literally about Phineas and Ferb, so... Phineas and Ferb. Well, there's 104 days of dealing with the Babadook. <laughs> um, I hate that. Yeah, you and me both. As soon as I said it, I was like, eh, could have done better. <laughs> anyway, email us. You know the drill. Cheesemosas.at and dot chainsaws at gmail.com. Please, yes. I'm running out of ideas. Send help. It's my pick next. Well, yes, but after that, like, I also need to pick a movie. <laughs> the next episode's not going to be our last episode as far as I'm aware. Plot twist. Plot twist. <laughs> <laughs> That's my way of quitting. <laughs> Alright, Brittany, I'm going to pick this next movie and then, uh... <laughs> That's it. That's it. Fuck you. Alright, well... All right. That was the one. Bye. Bye. <laughs>